Welcome to Won't There It Is with Monet and Jackson. Today we're going to be talking about commitment in your 40s. Commitment, you know, commitment's pretty easy, I think, when you're young because you believe in the Hollywood movies, you believe in the fairy tales, then you do get married, then things fall apart, then you start. I started getting jaded. You still believe in that kind of stuff. Yes. But what do you look for now? What does commitment mean to you now in the 40s when you're in your 40s? Um, I. I find that it's much harder to commit yourself because things that you thought you wanted your whole life, you yeah. find that maybe that's not really what you wanted so or, I, mm-hmm. or things, you, you just see things from a different way. So it's very, it's much more difficult to commit to something until you know, like you, you just mm-hmm. don't know. Well, I think that that's why I'm kind of impressed with the millennials and what they've done is they've gone into this, which is tough. I don't know if I could do it. The open relationships, the poly relationships, those kind of things, which I think is that's very difficult to kind of uh, I can't personally do that. I mean, but it allows you to not be committed. Uh, right. But then yet you are. So I don't get that's I mean, awkward to me all the way around. Really? I, I can't I can't be committed to one person if I'm trying to involve another person. In but I don't commit. think they're committing to that person. They're just saying, look, I like being around you. I want to learn more about you. I want to spend more time with you. Uh, but we don't have I can to get do that without committing to you. Yeah. So basically you poly is a commitment that you're not committed. Is really what I'm saying, I guess. Open relationship. Anyway, back to this thing is because when you look at a Generation X and you look at millennials, we grew up with like one day we're going to find our destiny. We're going to find our soulmate. That's how it works. And I think maybe all people believe that. But maybe as I get older, I'm like, well, maybe there's a lot of soulmates. You just got to find out where you are in this lifetime, right? True. I don't know. I think that I've thought of it from several different perspectives throughout my life. Okay. I don't think, I think that at one time I thought that you did have a soulmate. Okay. And then I find that I. So your 20s? Maybe, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then you think there's more than one person out there that you could be compatible with. Or compatible with. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's your 30s. And then, and, and then what? And then now I feel like, I don't know, I don't, I feel like I kind of go back to really there's probably, there probably is one person that you're supposed to be with. And then what, and so once you're back, you went full circle is what you're saying. You're full circle. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. That is such a hard question to answer because I mean, I don't think that it's a cut and dry answer. I think that, you know, what, what if you meet the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with when you're 15? Then you marry them. What if you didn't marry them when you were 20? So that's a great question. So what I normally told my goddaughter, which whether she listened to me or not, I basically said, hey, you might be madly in love with this guy that you're with because she was dating this guy. I said, you might even lose your virginity to him because I was very straight up because she had lost her virginity to him. <laughs> and then I said, uh, don't marry him. I said, in your 20s, late 20s, early 30s, if he's still around and you're still very close to each other, then marry him. Because I feel that sometimes you fall madly in love with someone People change a lot between 18 and 22 years, mm-hmm. especially women. Women, y'all mature so fast. I feel like I'm still 19 years old in my head, <laughs> still very immature. Hey, I'm a woman, and I still feel like I'm in my 20s. Yeah, exactly. But you're mature in your 20s, where I'm a 20-year-old idiot in my <laughs> 40s, which is a different thing. But the thing is, I told her, I said, look, just don't 
marry this person. And I'm not against love. I'm not trying to, I just want you to have experiences and be able to do those things. And I feel like commitment is one of those things where, um, I don't know. I, I think in some ways, here's what I also feel about marriage as I've gotten older too, is once you go through a marriage and it breaks up and we've had the, both of that happen to right. us, the marriage ceremony is a big deal. It's a lot of fun. You get all your friends together, the build up to the marriage, uh, but then that divorce separate, I had to be separated for a year from the person who I thought was my, who still I consider was my best friend, possibly my soulmate. We just were too young or made some, I made too many mistakes. The divorce, I had to go through to the courthouse here in Georgia. It was actually in Atlanta. They read our names and then it was over in five minutes. So all that hoopla, all that work, all the lawyers we paid, all the money we did, all this Thing. And then five minutes of contract. So I feel that there's can be a commitment in your heart, but a marriage is just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it like that, but I do it because I think it's that if you die, you can share your properties. It's a legal thing, but commitment does not have to be a marriage. No. And I'm not saying that to say, oh, so I can... And here's another thing. No, I, I agree with you that you know marriage is a legal thing. Marriage, yeah. marriage is about making sure that the other person is taken care of if you die. Right. <laughs> it is not about your relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but I will say is we are not new. One of the things is I was just talking to uh, somebody who was in their 70s or 80s, and they knew somebody that had been married five times back in the 40s and the 50s. Getting married and remarried again back in the day was the thing to do. That was thing. So I used to think we were the sluts, right? And the millennials got even sluttier with their poly. But no, getting married six times, that's a disaster. <laughs> How would you tell someone face-to-face without blinking when you're on that sixth marriage ceremony in 1959, I'll love you for the rest of my life? <laughs> I would just look at you and say, you are a liar. <laughs> You're such a lie. How many times have you said this? Yes, exactly. You said it five times before. You have 12 other kids. What is going on? Why am I sacred in this? So I I don't think it's a new thing. I don't think it's, but I definitely think that commitment is something I still, I still struggle with. I think one of the biggest issues that I have is, is the pain you go through when you really do love someone and and then all the you know the mistakes you make and the good things you do and it doesn't work out i really don't want to put my skin back in the game to be just destroyed again it's hard i think that i agree that that's very difficult because i think that i am not jaded but i go through ebbs and flows of wanting to date not wanting to date because of past relationships, you know what I mean? Like I go through or current situationships, right. <laughs> you know, I go, I go through, I go through, you know, feelings and emotions where sometimes I just don't want to talk to or date anybody right? right. because I don't want to deal with having to feel anything. Mm. Well, I think that that also is leading into the next thing that's about to start happening. Maybe not for our generation, maybe not for the millennials, but I'm seeing it happen in Asia. Is they're starting to hire robots to put into that situation because all you want to do is cuddle, right? Sometimes do you really want to have a conversation with someone, or do you you get a body? Can a, ro- can a robot really have like body heat warmth that you're snuggling to? You I, that's not even. I don't want to have a robot. I'm not on the robot tip. Me either. Yeah. But, and also I feel that if you had a robot, all the things that we have right now will be gone. You know why? Even though commitment might be an issue for us and fall in love might break our hearts a lot. 
it drives us to create and be creative and write stories and make the light bulb and make a car so I can beside you, but there's no reason for me to because it doesn't do anything. It doesn't turn a woman on when you no. unless you're on the motorcycle. And women <laughs> tend to like that part. But it does. It drives our creative juices. Yes. To sure. be the reason why we're not on the moon, and I know you always think I'm always going off on a different tangent. <laughs> But the reason that we're not on the moon, yeah, the only reason we're not on the moon is there is no women there, and there's no or men there. Good luck. If there was hot men on the moon, we would all be going to the moon. I would not be going to the moon. You would go to the moon, <laughs> but I would not. There are more women on this earth than yes. men. Yes. We would be going to the moon. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think in general, every woman would be like, "You haven't been to the moon yet, baby. You got to go to the moon." <laughs> I went there, I stayed there for five weeks. I did not want to come back. Then I had to come back to my husband. You know what but, I mean? But I, do, I think that having love or hurt or pain, all of those things that you go through makes us better people. We learn how not only of what we don't just learn how to treat other people, but we learn how we want to be treated. Yes. And I think the one thing that I wish I had been taught when I was in my 20s, when you do fight, and I am one of those that if you have a perfect relationship, you are going to have disagreements, you're going to fight. If you don't disagree about something, something's wrong. Exactly. I think. But the other thing is, is when you have those disagreements, all you got to do is hold on. One of the things is, is it. Have you ever had a best fair? Yeah. Well, the other thing too is, have you ever had true fight fair? But have you had a best friend that you got into a big fight with? And you're like, I'm never going to talk to this person again. And then you meet up again a couple of years later, and then you become the closest friends for a long, long time. I've done that a couple of times. I don't think had a big not fight? Not, not with not with my best friends, no. Really? Because I've always felt that one of the things is that actually makes a stronger relationship because you can break, disagree, come back together and say, hey, I was an ass. I'm so sorry about that. And you're closer. And that's one thing I wish I would have been told when I was 20s. You're not going to be perfect. She's not going to agree with what you say. You're not going to agree with what she says all the time. But that's good. That's sexy. And that and also I find it funny because one of one of my very best friends in the whole world. Uh, a, an issue that I thought might have been an issue 20 something years ago to her was never an issue. Oh. And when we discuss it now, she laughs at me because I'm like, you know, I really thought that I did this and it made you mad and whatever, whatever. And she's like, it was all in your I head. I never even thought that way. Like, and if, if I hadn't done what I had done, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are now. You know, like things would have been different. Right. She wouldn't have learned the things that she learned not long after that. I would have not been who I am or done what I had done. Then again, I don't know. Maybe I should maybe have gone not. back and done it and I should have not done what I did. Right. Right. That. So you never know. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Change it to everything. So right now uh, where you are in your life, is commitment still an issue or do you still find that commitment is easier now than before or harder now than before? Depends on the situation. So, so dating <laughs> situationship. So dating someone right now, what does it take to be committed to you? If we're saying Monet and I'll answer the question too, but what does it mean? What does it mean that someone's committed to you and your forties? I mean, because you don't want to get married, you don't care about getting married. I, no, not I'm not trying to get married in the next six months or a yeah, year yeah, yeah. or two years. I mean, yeah, I'm just, but two years after that, you better get married. No, just but, go ahead. What is it? What's being, commitment? Being engaged with me, and I don't mean an engagement ring. I mean <laughs> engaging with me, like on an on a serious level, on an everyday level, about life and about home and about work and about. I just want a best friend. I don't want, I don't have to be married 
immediately, I just want a best friend, somebody to do things with, somebody to spend time with, somebody to laugh with and talk with and confide in. So basically you're looking for someone who makes you priority. Yes, is what you're, that, that they The first person they talk to is you. Not necessarily the first person they talk to, but by gosh, the first person they think about. Right. To be honest, when I was going through my divorce, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got, based on what you were just talking about, I had a really good friend uh, who was uh, gay, married to his husband, and I was living in Germany at the time. I was calling him in the States because we, we were co-workers. And I was going through my divorce. I'm like, man, being in a heterosexual relationship and being married is hard. How do you do it? You're both amazing gay men, married, and the whole world's against you, and you're still happy. And he told me very simply, he said, look, I cannot wait every day to tell him about my day. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. We might fight, we might disagree, but he's the only one that really gets me. And I, I'm like... That's when I realized love is ubiquitous. I don't care if you're gay, straight, trans, whatever. Finding someone that just wants to hear what you had to do that day, even if it's just pooping on the toilet all day, which is usually what I do a lot. (laughs) (laughs) They want to hear about it. You know what I mean? Like I said, finding your best friend. Finding your best friend. And I think from a commitment side for me, though, I think in the beginning, one of those things is is just wanting to spend time with you alone. Mm -hmm. Like when they're always inviting people over and everybody's all around you and you're surrounded by a bunch of people, but you just can't get alone. I feel that that's not cheating. It's not cheating. But I also feel like, oh, I'm not good enough just to get to know. And that's an issue, I think. It's not cheating in the literal sense. But, it's, but it is cheating you of getting to know each other. Yeah, because my thing is, I want you to know this, especially when you're 40. Let's speed this up because we don't have we don't have eight years to kill as a relationship. Because I'll be 50 at that time, and I don't want to do that. Anyway, I am Jackson, and I'm Monet, and this has been Whoop. There it is. This has been a production of LOL Entertainment 2018.